Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The following story I'm about to tell you is the best revenge post I have ever read in my entire life hands down no questions trust me it is sensational when this person's boss lies about having covid to get time off work to go on a reality tv show she says no i'm not having that and as a result she throws a watch party for the entire company of the first episode lie about having covid to take six weeks off while i do your work for free I'll throw an all-office party to announce where you really were. Mid-pandemic, my boss disappeared. Just as we were gearing up for our most challenging, time-intensive project in the last five years, he dropped off the face of the earth. We kept working for a week or so without him because everything was virtual and the virtual work world was still so new. We didn't really need him. We were delegating tasks ourselves and completing things on our own. We spoke to co-workers maybe twice a week. But some decisions were beyond our discretion, so we couldn't move forward on those aspects of the projects until we received a response from him. After about 7-10 to days of total silence, we called his boss's boss, who informed our team that our boss had COVID, so wasn't able to work right now. We took that at face value, and of course sent him letters of well wishes and didn't bother him with work stuff or ask why he was able to notify his boss, but not us. Three weeks go by, still not a word. We're beginning to discuss amongst ourselves whether or not he's maybe died. We're terrified and horrified and so concerned. We're contemplating calling his extended family. We're sending flowers and care packages to his apartments. Meanwhile, the project has descended into chaos because no leader was appointed in our boss's stead. So we are forced to navigate several layers of bureaucracy in order to accomplish anything at all. Whereas in the past, he would have just signed off in real time. Around week four or five, one of our co-workers suggests he doesn't really have COVID, but is instead using it as an excuse to take time off. We all jump all over our coworker, asking how we could insinuate something like that and lamenting about what a tragedy our boss is probably living through. People were chilly to him for days after that. Week seven, we're undertaking a letter writing campaign to upper management, demanding an acting boss be appointed while ours is recovering. The project is a month behind schedule. We're all working overtime every day, sometimes on weekends, without extra compensation, just to keep up with the cluster F of the boss's sudden absence. Week eight, he finally reappears, logging into a morning meeting as though nothing happened. He looks well rested, well fed, and he has a tan. Not at all like someone who's just come out the other side of a six-week respiratory virus. He says something quickly to the effect of, yeah, that was brutal. Glad to be better and glad to be back. Let's get to work. But he doesn't want to talk about what happened or answer any of our questions, like, were you in hospital? What was it like? Etc. Fast forward to about four or five months after this. My sister sends me a promo for a fairly new reality show. I'd never heard of it, but it's on a major platform and says, isn't this guy a friend of yours or something? I swear I've seen him and you together. I watched the trailer for the show and lo and behold, there's my boss 
participating as a contestant on this reality TV show. It didn't take long for me to put the pieces together and realize that he took extended leave to go on TV that he knew he wouldn't otherwise get during this massive project and he lied about it under the guise of a vicious disease that nearly all of us had lost a loved one to. I sit and steward this information, unsure of how to handle it. I know confronting him won't get me very far, but I can't just do nothing, right? I'm not close enough with any of my colleagues to discuss this with them and trust that they wouldn't run off and send an all-company email about it. So, I slept on it a few nights and then the opportunity fell right into my lap. I got an email from corporate encouraging teams still working remotely to plan virtual social functions, to keep a collegial culture going and to stay in touch. Among the suggestions were game night, trivia, and watch party. Oh, my god this is insane with the premiere of the show only a couple weeks away i got busy telling everyone how i'd been meaning to get into the show and it's so enticing and exciting basically laying the groundwork to guilt them into coming to an impromptu virtual watch party off hours i offered to get special shirts made up and send them to each person's house whatever i had to do to get the attention of corporates Finally, I sent an evite to all my boss's bosses and any other members of corporate I could justify inviting without making a total butt of myself. Because this is entirely virtual, my boss is unable to overhear any of the chatter. He doesn't realize I'm hyping up the show and he doesn't realize I've planned a watch party for it. I wasn't inviting him unless he had the balls to explicitly ask about it. I was hoping he wouldn't have heard about it at all. Not until afterwards. That was really the only way this could work. The night comes and I'm screen sharing the show to a whopping 64 people, a huge chunk of my department. Many members of corporate showed up because I was the only person stupid enough to buy into their virtual social work party scheme. So they felt pressure to support it. I was holding my breath, hoping this would go my way, bracing myself for some kind of curveball, but there wasn't even that dramatic of a buildup. Right at the outset, they introduced the premise, which included the contestants being in a COVID-safe bubble in an exotic location, and then gave a brief overview of each contestant. As my boss was introduced, right down to what he did for work, I could see people register delight and surprise, then go blank, just before sliding into confusion and rage. The chat took a drastic turn from, oh my goodness, and I knew him when, etc., and all sorts of pithy jokes, until a brave member of my team, or perhaps one just pushed a tad too far by all the extra hours he pulled in this douche's absence, sent the message, wait, when was this filmed? My audience dropped from 64 to 58 to mid-30s, and by the time the episode was over, it was just me and the other 15 core members of the team. One asked if I'd already known, but some members of the team are very close to the boss. So all I said was, well, I definitely do now. And we wrapped up the call pretty quickly after that. Perhaps one of the best bonuses is that you could already tell from episode one that the character arc the show assigned to our boss was bumbling idiots. He had his true colors on in full display and some production massaging up them to the 11th degree. My boss was, as you can imagine, fired. My good buddy was promoted to his place. I am an office legend now. 
especially since no one is 100% sure whether or not what I did was intentional. And it was all so satisfying that it was almost worth the dozens of hours of uncompensated overtime that led to it. Yep, no, there it is. That is hands down the best revenge story I think I've ever read in the entire history of my channel, which by the way is coming up on three years. That's it right there. How does it get better than that? Honestly, that that story was incredible Look, I don't even care that your boss is quite clearly one of the most stupid people to ever walk on this planet I don't know how he ever thought he was gonna get away with that. It's so obvious you're on tv in front of millions of people I mean seriously words cannot explain how stupid that is But to have a watch party encouraged by corporate knowing full well that your boss is gonna be on the show you're watching Oh, it's just it's just delightful. It's so good. Listen guys comment down below is that the best revenge story that I've ever read on this channel? If you're a long-time subscriber and viewer of me, you'll know that I've read a lot of revenge stories. Listen, is that the best? Comment down below. I think it just might be. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. And now moving on to our second story of petty revenge. Campus R word dropped ID card. So I maxed out his meal plan and bought people snacks. Then I cut the card in half. When I was an undergrad, a famous American singer's son went to my school. He was awful. He had a reputation for beating people up at parties and brutally aring women on campus. This guy and his brother were both arrested for assault a few years back. Some women came forward to testify against him and his dad said in response, boys will be boys. His son was only suspended for a few months when he should have been expelled and never allowed back on campus. I never had classes with this guy and I didn't know him personally, but I knew what he looked like and I always steer clear. One day I noticed he was walking in front of me and he dropped his student ID card without noticing. Now I'm not sure if all universities are like this, but our IDs also stored our meal plans and you could purchase credit to put on the card to buy snacks at the school bodega. Anyway, I picked up his ID and went straight to the dining hall. I used up his entire meal plan buying food for every student I saw. To be honest, there was only like seven meals left, but still. I used up all the credit he had on his ID card to buy food at the school bodega and gave it to classmates who couldn't afford meal plans. After I finished, I cut his card in half and threw it in the trash. Now, I know that was probably petty as anything, but it kind of felt really good considering all the effed up stuff he did to other people. Now, look, guys, I'm not going to say who this person is, but I fact checked the story and it definitely is legit. All the facts make sense and it all adds up with an article I just read. But yes, it is petty, but completely justified, obviously. Like, let's be realistic. You doing that is not what he deserves. He deserves far, far, far greater punishment than losing a few meals on his meal plan and his student id being cut up yes it's petty but it's barely even touching the surface of what should happen to this bloke and now moving on to our final story just a little short one to finish you're ceasing everyone about my supposed cock up fine i'll reply all with my response we recently launched a project to a select group of beta testers late on a sunday evening i'm not paid to be on call or work on weekends i get an email from the boss 
CCing everyone involved in the project that the entire site is down. Please can I get it sorted urgently as this makes the company look bad, complete with screenshot of the problem. Now I'm really glad for the screenshots. I didn't even need to open my laptop to see what the problem was. I'm mildly peeved at the tone of the email and I don't think including everyone plus the janitor was really necessary. So I reply all to all saying that the reason the boss is getting that error is because he has typed the wrong websites into his browser. I get a sheepish mail from him the next day saying that no, it was actually one of the beta testers that had sent him the message about the website not working and the screenshots and that he had just forwarded it on to me. And wasn't he glad it wasn't actually a problem? Sure, buddy. Yes, very petty, but I got a kick out of it. To be honest with you, I don't even know if that is that petty. To me, it just seems fair. Like he sent you an email, a personal email, and then decided to at everyone else in the company for no reason. And you just did the same. Karma, right? And ultimately, yeah, it was his mistake. You got to call him out sometimes. I don't care if he's your boss. Sounds like a Muppet. Call him out when he's being stupid. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash Revenge. I really loved that first story, and I hope you guys did too. If you want to see some more stories like that, please do drop a like on this video and comment down below. The more interaction this video gets, the more likely I'm going to come back on this subreddit in future and try and find more stories like that one. If you want to see more straight away, check out this video here. Subscribe if you are new by clicking this button, and I'll see you all tomorrow with a brand new video. Take care. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.